sorry I have a smooth voice. Hey, hey. Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast, where we take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Modingo, and with me with... Are you drinking some of this Oktoberfest? You got water? I got the... the can, I got one can in there, but... What are you drinking? The Oktoberfest. Oh, okay. Lock 27, local brew brew. Brooklo- yeah, Lock 27, local brewery. Uh, there's two of them here in town. So if you're ever here, come, come check, us, check us out, and we'll take you over there. But I got Ebrolai with me. What's up? <laughs> wow. Ew. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wish, such a good name for dude, him. Dude, I wish I had Ebrolite because I would touch Jen right now and oh. watch her fucking shit everywhere. I would say if I had Ebrolite, like I'd have like abs because I'd be puking my guts out. Yeah. That's, wow. what, that's, what, that's what Monica just had. It's the Ebrolite? Yeah. Ooh. No, yeah, really? I listen on, on the radio, this guy from China. Who listens to the radio? Well, sometimes I do because my aux cord isn't in there. I still have to have a cord, you know, I'm poor. Anyways. You just bought like a $10,000 laptop. Anyways, this guy from China, he liked eating raw meat. And so he had a 24-foot tapeworm. Yeah. And he lost 11 pounds in three days. I want one. Go hard. Go hard. I need a tapeworm. Can you imagine that thing? When they extracted it? No, like when you're getting ready to poop and like it just comes out and then just. It still stays there. It just, it's hanging out your ass. Yeah. And the next thing it's like, it's looking at you (laughs) because it has eyes. Like, dude, dude. Uh, I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry, man. Yeah. Put me back in. That's put me back Put me back in the game, coach. It's like an alien inside of you. Dude, Essentially, it is. It is. That's so gross. That is I really remember nasty. reading in a history book one time that women like in the Elizabethan age used to eat tapeworms to try and lose weight. I mean, I would do it maybe. And then, well, until I saw the, <laughs> I thought kidding. about it until I watched that, was it 100 Ways to Die? That show that used to come on or 1,000 yeah. Ways to Die? There was a girl that she ordered tapeworms and um, one of them perforated her large intestine and adhere to her liver. I don't even and, like medical things. I don't know. Yeah. I brought this up. I tell you what, man, you talk about wanting to do tapeworm. Why don't you go a little, go to Google type a tapeworm inside someone uh, and then hit, hit, uh, hit images. Oh no, hit video. <laughs> Just go full out. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you, if you do video, you're yeah. the real deal. Yeah. If you, if you do video, I want you to do a video of you watching the video. You so know we what? can see your re- reaction. Now everyone's going to send me pictures of tapeworms. And send it to, it. Uh, can that's I get one more at gmail.com? Hey, that's Jenna's new nickname. Tapeworm? Tapeworm. <laughs> wow. But speaking of people sending you images, we do have people that have hooked us up and showed us some uh, su- financial support for the show. And yeah, we, they are our we, Patreons. You got to do your sound gonna, effects again. Wait, you got to do it after everyone. Okay. I'm no, no, you have to do it because they're so, sh- they're so shitty. It's awesome. All right, Jerry Ricciardi, I think. It's your turn now. <laughs> Jamie Metcalf. That was the same. Oh, Tim Carlton. <laughs> Gareth Crowther. <laughs> I'm running out of sound effects. No, you've used the same one. Oh. Brody Mays. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ew. All right, all right, all right. Shut up, Tapeworm. Michelle Rowell. 
Wow. Representing the ATF. And last but not least, Rick Terry. Don't 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 don't. All right, that's all I got. Guys, Sorry, I, guys. I apologize. For that's that. a pretty good. We're we're now going to be out of Patreon. <laughs> They'll be like, I want my money back. Yeah. No, but thank you guys for doing that. We've been working hard, and then you guys already have your swag box, except for Gareth, because it'll be there in like two weeks. Yeah, you put his (laughs) in a bottle, right? (laughs) Yeah, I put it in the ocean, so you should be getting it sometime. You got to just 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 go go to the beach. Yeah, (laughs) it'll be there, dude. Well, it was funny. Jenna was at the post office, and she went to ship it, and then she had to go donate blood to actually (laughs) to pay for the to pay for the shipping. (laughs) She had to go donate some plasma. (laughs) I mean, I thought I thought. It would take a long time to get to um, Brian Collins, but yeah, because he goes by donkey. This shit's going to buy like. How long does Brian take? He's not on it, but well, thank when, God. He, when he gets on it, how long is it going to take? I don't even know, man. I don't even know. like how do we? What do you do? Do like they have grass huts still, or is like <laughs> is there in, is there in the Shire? I have a pigeon. Are their houses made out of stone? We like, have a pigeon hey, in the hey backyard. Hey man, don't laugh. My house is made out of stone. <laughs> <laughs> not round ones found on the beach. Oh, okay. Um, reminds me of like William Wallace. <laughs> but thanks a lot for all the support uh, with Patreon. Uh, the boxes that are coming out next mm-hmm. are pretty dope. Um, uh, the first one was dope. Th- yeah, this is a uh, super dope. Yeah. So yeah, the images of the next one. What's this airing? How long we got? We got a couple weeks yet, right? Two more weeks. Yeah. So, so the image of, image of what was in the past Patreon should be up on the website that Jenna finally finished after. Mm-hmm. 8,000 days. And that website is? One more at podcast.com. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also along with those uh, swag boxes, you can also go to 7-5 Clothing who make badass gear for your badass ventures and get some of those Gen 1 One More Rep Podcast shirts. Jenna also has some more patches if you are interested in those. What uh, else are we trying to sell? Well, we're not trying to sell something. We just need something. We need reviews. Ah. More got, and more reviews. Yeah. You know, we've been getting them, thank goodness. But we're still at 83. Uh, Let's get to 100 by the end I of think the year, our guys. last episode was about, I think, right at 500 downloads. So 83 minus 500. Yeah. All you, my laughers, <laughs> you do the math. Come on, guys. I'm tired of hearing them bitch about it. Let's you just 400 do it. some odd people. Yeah. Come on. You know. Um, give us just give us. We give you an hour. Yeah, give us We're thirty seconds. Like three minutes. That's all. That's all we want. Tops. Three. We minutes. do it in thirty seconds. Click the five star. Bro, Mo's awesome. Jenna sucks. Thank you for the podcast. You guys are crushing it. <laughs> it's that simple. Don't do that, guys. But yeah, seriously, hit us up with those reviews. And if any of these episodes that you enjoy so much, just uh, take the time to share them with someone who doesn't, uh, who hasn't had the the, the luxury. Of listening to our show just yet. Who just said that on the Instagram? They just they just got one of their friends to do it. Um, hmm? It's a middle aged CrossFitter. Who was that on Instagram? Oh, um, it was a Cali. Mm, mm, mm. Julie Nor- NorCal. What? It was a NorCal. I thought it was Julie Kent. I could be wrong. I don't remember. I just get an influx of people in my DMs, so you just yeah. never know. Yeah, we've heard that about you. <laughs> 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 okay so now that we're all done with the housekeeping part let's move into the show so i've been ready so the last time we were recording bro like 
in the middle of, you know, where a lot of his good thoughts come from uh, with the scrubber <laughs> at the end of the day as he's pushing. He just, he, he, me and Jen are in here setting up and he sticks his head in and he says, I got a topic. And the topic <laughs> is... Are you Bro, po- oh, sorry. I'm waiting for you. I was po- I was, that's my fucking Elmo. <laughs> you, that's all you, man. Like, come on. Don't. You got to give me like a. No, I got to give you. I'm giving you props, man. This is like one of those. You had that moment of clarity and you're like, I got a show topic. When you should fire your CrossFit gym or gym, whatever. But CrossFit gym. We're going to talk CrossFit gym because. This is what we do. Yeah. It's, well, and that and like, it's, if you're paying 20 bucks a month, like. At Planet Fitness. Yeah. You suck. I hate you. Yeah. You don't let me drop weights. I'm taking my $20 and yeah. going elsewhere. You didn't have pepperoni pizza on Friday. <laughs> it was sausage. Pizza does sound good. Order it up. And, and for real, like how many of you ever belong to like 24-hour fitness or mm-hmm. any of those other places? And how many months did you have your membership just, you know, chucking that $25 a month before you're like, oh, I need to cancel that? <laughs> Three years. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. So, when you should fire your gym. Um. You, I believe you said you were looking in the affiliate forums and people in there were making the comments, oh, I fired this athlete, oh, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Which, it's, not, it's not even talking about coach. We're talking about a member, right? So, Oh, correct, correct. Yeah, we weren't talking, yeah, the, the individuals weren't referencing employees. No. They were referencing customers. And to me, when you make a statement like, I fired one of my clients or like my customers, I mean, that's, I, I, I'm not a big fan of people framing it that way. No, like I mean, there are sometimes in my experience and yours as well where uh, owners have asked people to leave for reason, you know, for reasons of that we're going to kind of go over in the show here. But to just say like you fired someone, like like you chose them. No, those people chose to come to your facility. Yeah, and and, and if they now if they don't choose to adhere to your standards of behavior and conduct and things like that and become part of your community and you ask them to leave, that's not firing somebody. That's trying to preserve the culture and the family that you created within your four walls. But to say that you fired someone, that's kind of, it's very caustic. I think you said it best when I brought this up last week was that, first off, why are they posting this in the affiliate forms? Yeah, right? exhibit A. Yeah. Like, it's just a matter of like, oh, hey, look at me, I'm... Freaking tough. I have this power. Oh, look, I'm, yeah, I'm so yeah. powerful. It takes me back to high school, like teachers over students or, you know, like they think they own you. Mm-hmm. Well, they really don't. Right? I mean, I can, I don't have to come here. You know what I mean? Like, very, very true. it's just a re- reality of it. So, um, that's, uh, you know, stuff, I don't ever really get into the affiliate forms. When I see something stupid like that, I really, I, I click on it. I'm like, I just want to just, it's kind of cringeworthy. I'm just like, come on, man. Like, why, you, first off, I see so much stupid stuff in there anyway. Well, like, to I back can... up, uh, the, the affiliate form in Facebook, the original intent was for oh my God, facility yeah. owners to have a place that they could kind of talk amongst themselves. And I think it was more intended for sharing purposes. But then yeah. I think you've described it before as like a high school locker room. It, it's, in, if not worse, it might, like grade school, like, you stole my lunch sandwich. <laughs> But I'm telling mom, like, whatever, it's stupid. Give my peanut butter and jelly back. Yeah. yeah. I, I think as things be, uh, evolve more, not necessarily the right people were getting membership into this forum because coaches th- were, and then coaches, like, coaches shouldn't even be in there. No, it should honest. be the owners. owners. Affiliate. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. But they started, le- so then someone created affiliate, o- uh, affiliate owners only. only. Yes. And so it's, it's a lot. 
it's it's definitely they keep the crap out of there. Okay. So when something gets in there, I'll look at it. Um, still, some of the stuff is kind of like, come on, man. Like yeah. it's it's pretty much you're asking something that you should be able to figure out yourself. Like you own the business. Uh, yeah, I think the the one that you told me, I kind of like was like what. And the guy asked if he should lease uh, equipment or something. It, 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 yeah, <laughs> right. It, it, like, whoa! If you're talking about leasing equipment, let's, let's let's step back and ask if you you should even be opening a gym. Well, this guy's like, or some people are like, well, what are you guys doing for the holiday hours? Guess what, man? Do whatever the hell you want. It's yeah. you don't want to be open. Close. Close. You want to run a 10 a.m. class? Run a 10 a.m. class. <laughs> you don't want to do anything? Don't do anything. Yeah. Like, why? It's. Yeah. There's no creativity. It's like everybody wants something. You know how they're, they're looking I hate for a saying, template. I hate this today's society. I hate using that word, but it's gosh, everybody wants something done for them. Like use your own brain. Like, okay, we have uh Memorial day coming up. What do you want to do? Uh, everyone's do Murph, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Well maybe I don't want to do Murph. Maybe I want to do something different, mm-hmm. but everybody does Murph because everybody does Murph. Mm-hmm. Just because, just because like, I mean, but you know, I, yeah. So I seen this and, um, I got, I get really annoyed when they say, Hey, I just fired this. I'm like, you know what? You're lucky you ain't getting fired. Cause you're stupid. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Like, that's not an, that, that individual chose to come to your facility and give you their money. And now you're, which doesn't always equate to like, they, it they, doesn't always they, make a good relationship. No, no hell no. no. Agreed. But, but then to go and, you know, basically stand on the corner, like, Hey, I just, you know, I just, I just kicked this person out of my clubhouse. I had, right. Yeah. I, I had, uh, I seen one and literally it was like, I just did this. Like, okay. So you just got rid of a member. Like had it time stamped. Right. <laughs> you, and then you're coming in here. Like, I don't get it. You know what I mean? So if you just did this, if I, if I had to get rid of a member, uh, which I have a couple, but I don't, I don't like. You need to go post it on your I don't Facebook. post it and I don't be like. I don't really, it kind of still sucks. Yeah. Right. You know, I, no, no matter the situation, honestly, unless it was really, really, really bad, mm-hmm. um, I still kind of feel like, man, this still sucks. Cause you still, cause you, well, yesterday you were cool with them today. You're not like something happened. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? And chances are that you've had some time with that person. You've developed a relationship. Right. And it just, it didn't work out. It's still kind of painful. It still sucks. Yeah, it still yeah. sucks. You share, you yeah. share things and a couple people that just aren't here anymore. Yeah, you should. There's, I still have a lot of memories with them and it, it sucks. It just, you know, there's certain things, things that didn't, didn't align. Certain yeah. things cannot happen, won't be tolerated. Yeah. And it's just, uh, it's the reality. It's the hardest part of owning a gym, in my opinion, is when people leave, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's even harder than getting rid of someone. But also like, it's like, they're here today and not. And now they're not. And they're not. It's kind of like a hole in your gym for a few. Mm -hmm. And maybe for some people, it may be longer because maybe we're very transparent. Like, Hey, this happened. This is why, Mm -hmm. you know, this can't happen. Stops the rumor mill. Right. And supposedly, and, um, this is, this is this reality of it. And so we try to, we're very transparent about it, but at the same time, it's, you know, it's not that, I hate the person, right? It's just like, hey, you just can't, can't have, can't that work wasn't out here. conducive to what I'm trying to do here in my facility. And it's not just, it's not me. It's not ours. It's, it's really um, trying to protect what we do have. And mm-hmm. people under, you know, I, 
even though I we're very open with our members, like, hey, this is why we do what we do. Go ahead. That's Thank a, you. that's important. It's <laughs> important shit. When Jenna's got to pee, hold it. Go open a beer. We'll pause. So, um, you know, very transparent, and you know, it's still it's still very challenging, and people still have attachments to that person or people. And I get no, I got this one, and um, and it's it may still suck for some people, and, and even you as the owner, like you, you know, when that time comes when that person would normally arrive, and you're like, shit, yeah, it's yeah. different. And I we have a very very strict policy in here, and that is if something like that happens, uh, no one in here is to talk bad about them. They're mm-hmm. at the gym. What you do on your own time is on you, and um, that's a zero tolerance policy. You do it, you're instantly going to be talked to and understand that, yes, maybe something did happen, but we're not going to we allow- We don't need to talk about it. That's not what we do. Not what we do yeah. here because they're not here to, first off, you shouldn't be doing it behind their back. Secondly, True. it's not, it's just going to open the gateway for everybody to start doing about everybody. So. Absolutely. So that's what kind of led to all this. And then, so one <laughs> thing to remember as a practitioner of, that's a nice crack there, man. Yeah, I was going for it. Trying to time it. <laughs> As a practitioner of CrossFit, um, pretty much unless you have your home gym or you're an owner, you're paying to go practice that somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so always keep that in mind. Yeah, I hate using the customer word, but if you are paying someone for training, you are indeed a customer. Uh, and I think sometimes that gets overlooked. Um, it gets devalued. <laughs> It can be, uh-huh. but also we all, we play both sides here. They can also like, hey, I pay you. You better be doing this. Well, hey, motherfucker, yeah, yeah. you're paying me, but <laughs> guess what? You don't have to be here. It, yeah, exactly. There's other CrossFit gyms, so don't think it, that agreed. you're paying me that you get it. That you have it. That you have. That you, you can, can walk. You yeah. can walk all over me or yeah. t- be kind of rude to me because first off, I'm gonna. <laughs> that ain't gonna work. Gonna that Bring your A game. As an you, owner, you should yeah. not allow that. To happen. No, hell no. Yeah, absolutely. So yes, I think right. They're a customer, they're paying. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they forget that. And that's kind of what this is all about. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you can tell them to go F themselves because down the road, my yeah. buddy's getting treated it, really, really yeah. good. At this day and age within the CrossFit culture, it's safe to say most people have options. Um, only person I can really think of off the top of my head is Ryan Marshall up in Alaska. I mean, he's kind of limited. But even, <laughs> but even with that, he still has, I think, I think he said maybe three boxes within maybe like holy crap. I mean a decent driving time, but but the two well, of them yeah. are on the base. But the base is massive. Oh uh, yeah, I mean it's basically Alaska. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got to fight the polar bears for a for a squat rack. Eight thousand population, five thousand live on the base. <laughs> <laughs> we have three CrossFit gyms. They're all within four miles of each other, but it takes forty two minutes on a snowmobile to get there. <laughs> and you may be eaten on yeah, the you, way. You may, you may perish along the way. Um, Okay, so what are some of the things that um, we should be mindful of when we're considering leaving a gym or firing your gym? Like, what are the types of things that we're looking at? I mean, we got a pretty good list here. And I think first, first and foremost, um, you got to really make it, make whatever decision you make over the things we're about to cover. It shouldn't be a reaction. Right. Yeah. It right. shouldn't be an emotional decision. Because, yeah, that's that. Emotion may play into it, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't be like, you know, F this, I'm out. Right. It, it, anybody that's ever left a gym that I've talked to, 95% of the time, it's- It's too, hard. It's hard because it has nothing to do with their, their members there. It has to do with the ownership mm-hmm. or coaches. 
or lack of something that we're about to talk about. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I would say don't make your rational decision based off of that, but also don't, don't stay there. We've, (laughs) we've talked to people that they say, well, where where am I going to go? I don't know. Like there's 50 gyms in the area. Like start researching them. Yeah. Not all 50 do, are do bad. drop-ins, yeah. Yeah, so uh, what's number one on the list there? So um, feeling undervalued. And I think that's kind of a universal statement, whether it's a relationship, um, whether you're your place of employment, um, your CrossFit gym. You know, it's very, you know, you could go into a place where you don't feel like you're part of the family. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, you're different. Yeah. The, the land of misfit toys type deal. And I think that's what's cool about CrossFit, right? Is um, we're, we're misfits already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's cool that um, we're pr- CrossFit gyms are pretty diverse. If I went across and I took mm-hmm. randomly, I just picked 10 members and just I pointed to them, they would all most likely be different. As some, some background, what their styles, their, mm-hmm. their, what they enjoy. We just all share one common thing that we like, which is CrossFit. Mm-hmm. So, but it's, yes, if you come in and you, I actually, we had someone join us, which probably been about four months ago, four or five months ago now. And they, that was one of the things that they said was they felt that like they didn't fit in. They made it feel like they were almost like an outcast to the, to the gym mm-hmm. because of their style or just maybe they didn't. I don't, you know. Were they CrossFitters previously to go into that gym? No, they had been there, never been a CrossFitter. Okay. And then was there for three to four months and just like. Didn't feel right. Just the, you know, it just felt like they just didn't want them to be part of the their gym. And, and, and honestly, this person is, if they came here and they were like a douchebag or something, and we obviously wouldn't let them come in here, but they're, it's an, they're an awesome person, mm-hmm. great personality, and um, just, I can definitely, their style is a little different and they may have different interests, but we all like CrossFit and, and they're really, really cool. Mm-hmm. So, And unfortunately for that facility that that person left, um, they lost out on having a solid person as part of their, as part of their team. For sure. And you I, know. yeah, absolutely. So what do you think about being undervalued? Cause yeah, you've been to a couple of gyms, <laughs> but your, yours were, one was from a move, right? Yeah, so the first one I was at, it was pretty clicky, but I did feel like kind of shoved to the side a little bit. So I guess I did feel undervalued. Can you describe like what is what that looked like to you? Well, everyone was pretty separate, but so a lot of the people were in college. So they were like, I don't, that was their age, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I felt like they were really clicky towards each other because they've known each other for so long mm-hmm. and they have like a lot of common interests, but... Um, I was a little younger at the time, a little young buck. Mm-hmm. And then, I hope you um, weren't a buck. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, young nuts. Doe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Little do you guys know. <laughs> anyways, surprise. <laughs> anyways, no, I just the whole. I like you know how you said you just feel like you don't fit in. Mm-hmm. Like that was how I felt. But every like I said, everything was really separate. Like you come in, they have like your own warm up on the board but like you do it yourself you don't like go over a workout or anything Mm -hmm. and then like when class starts class starts and then they have like they had like coaching but it wasn't i don't know 
I didn't so, really get, I didn't progress by any means on was anything. It like, was it a group model or was it just it was people just showed up and just kind of did what they wanted? It want? was a group, but like, so you have to start your warm up before the class even started. And then once once class time starts, then that's when like you're going to start working out. <laughs> okay. Like you don't do like a group warm up or anything. Like you do your own warm up. They have like okay. a warm up for you on the board, but. And you want to talk about where the the stuff that starts at feeling undervalued that, and this is one of the examples. Especially is, if you're new. Well, hell yeah. Like, am I supposed to, yeah, I'm, I'm just, if I'm brand new, I'm going to do some jumping jacks and, you know, some, <laughs> some, well, even, some lunges or well, whatever. Right. Or if, even if it's on the board and then you go up to someone, if they're clicky, they're like, uh, just do you this. You don't know how to do a downward dog. Yeah, that yeah, is, you, I mean, and that you was, don't know how to do Spider-Man lunges. That was kind of like how I felt too. Cause I mean, you don't think about it when you've been doing it for a while, but even when you like go into a gym for the first time, like a CrossFit gym, you're like, I don't even know what this warm up means or like what, what mm-hmm. is this tool for? Like, I don't even know how to roll Depending out. Depending on what kind of like methodology they follow, they might use different verbiage for the same crap. It's the same thing like with, you know, jujitsu, you know, things like that. You know, people will do the same thing, but they have a different verb verbiage for like for me and bro going back to our fighting days. Or it's like when, I forget what, what it was. I thought they sent one of our sandwiches overseas and they set it down in front of them and they had to figure out how to eat it and they didn't know how to eat it. <laughs> they didn't know how to like open the package or something. Like it was like, I think it was McDonald's to be honest with yeah. you, but they didn't understand like how to eat it because they didn't have McDonald's yeah. and stuff over there. So they, it's like they it's, opened it's this food. thing. food, eat it. Well, how do I well, eat it? They didn't want to pick it with their hands. Yeah. So they started using it and then they were separate. I believe they were separating All the, the items. Pieces, yeah. So eating the bread and then the meat and yeah. then the cheese. And then, so they were eating it completely differently because, and we're talking about a damn sandwich, yeah. right? Let alone CrossFit that has abbreviations. Yeah. You got a thing with freaking knobbies on it as a rumble roller and yeah. like they're over there trying to roll out their forehead or something yeah, stupid. Yeah. Like, no, that's a very good point because right. just because- Is this for your palms? Yeah, quote, it, it's food. Yeah. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean you've ever encountered that particular type of food in CrossFit. Like you said, we all got all kinds of weird stuff. Yeah. Especially like, I mean, some stuff, you know, stretching, you'll know from like school sports, but there's a lot of people that come in and they don't have an athletic background. Like yeah. they literally have nowhere to start. Mm-hmm. So- They just decided one day they want to try and adopt some kind of fitness in their lives and- uh, I learned not to make that assumption when I was training folks. You know, don't just look at him like, oh, this guy looks athletic. You know, oh, so what you, you know, what kind of sports you play in high school? Oh, I, I just, I was on the chess team. I never played sports. And I had a guy like that. Dude was like well put together. You know, all he really did was run. He decided, he saw the, the CrossFit games and decided he wanted to come in. I'm like, oh, this guy looks like an athlete. He's like, no, I was on the chess team. He was an athlete. Yeah, and I thought he was just messing with me. He's like, no, I just, I, I was a straight academic guy. He's like, I've just been blessed with good genes. And I figured, you know, I saw the CrossFit games. I, I wanted to come try this out. And I was like, yeah. ooh, we got a lot. We got a <laughs> steep curve, brother. You I've know, never just, played chess in my life. Not even on your uh, cell phone? No, I have no <laughs> idea how to play chess. I got checkers though. <laughs> play that at Cracker Barrel a couple of times. Oh my goodness. So speaking of undervalued, <laughs> Jen uh, has reached that pinnacle. But yeah, uh, undervalued whether... You don't feel like part of the team. Another aspect that we talked about was uh, being undercoached mm-hmm. or poor coaching. Yeah. It, sometimes that goes down to like we've mentioned before in an episode, you don't know what you don't know. <clears throat> but when you get to a point of some level of competence within the sport and you start to realize like, how come I'm not getting as much attention during a training session as this other group of people, what's different about me? And that's, I think that's right. usually the first thing that people retreat to internally is like, what's different about me? Not what's different about them. Yep. You know, they, you know, we as humans will probably internalize that. So like, 
I can't really recall too many or any specific instances of any of the gyms I belong to where they were just like people that got all the special attention, but we've got it in our inbox multiple times mm-hmm. where people talk about, well, I'm not getting the coaching I need. You know, that's kind of an open-ended question. Okay, well, how many times are you going? You know, are you paying attention? All that other stuff, but that's right, one, because that's that, one of the that, things we've heard. That's the other spectrum of that. Like, maybe it is them. Yeah, maybe we, it is you. Yeah, sometimes it can be them. Maybe they're, they're not really paying attention or they're, they're, sk- they're cherry picking and only picking days that they're, you know, mm-hmm. if, they, if they never go on snatch day and they're, they're mad because they can't snatch, well, it has it, is that really the coaching <laughs> or is it because they're being lazy? You have to be there to be coached first. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, if you're going five days a week, you're hitting all the stuff and you feel like you're being under coach. And I guess one of the things, in my opinion, I think where a lot of people's eyes will get open is usually if they go and do a competition. Okay. Mm. So they, do, they go and do a competition. You get people from other gyms and then you get people from their surrounding gyms because it's a local event and they're in there and you're like, hmm, well, my technique don't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> the hell is that? That looks freaking awesome. Like my snatch doesn't look like mm-hmm. that. Dang, that's, and I'm not even talking about weight. I don't give a shit about weight. Uh-huh. Let's talk about like technique. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, the bar staying close and. Mm-hmm. You know, it's jumping out of the pocket. They're not hopping 32 feet forward. forward yeah. yeah, they're not doing the John claude Van Damme split to catch. You know, it's like... Do you know who John claude Van Damme is, Jenna? Yeah. Okay. Who is he? Brody. I don't know who that is. You don't know who he is? <sighs> Add it to the list. I mean, I've heard of that, but I don't know who that is. I mean, that's hey, pretty... I, I, this is the handful of times where I point at you and blame you, but I, you, this is you. That's pretty sad. So what I should have done was we should have created a, uh, a, questionnaire. a, a questionnaire for dumbass over here. You know who John claude Van Damme is? Blood sport no. kickboxer, double impact. Why would I know who that oh, is? Oh, that was like one of the, that's like the third worst movie of all time. Like, I, I love double impact. <laughs> Everybody says that, that, but I literally don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so you can go home and look up John claude Van Damme and yeah, go to Blockbuster on the way home. Rent all the Jean Claude Van Damme VHSs. Yeah, don't yeah. forget to rewind your tape. <laughs> Because it's a dollar, yeah, it's a dollar charge. But um, so yeah, so feeling uh, so you go to competition and you're like, holy crap, like who's that? Like, uh-huh. I, why are they? and then okay, well, there's another person from their gym and they're they look the same as that person, mm. and then you got your your group of you misfits, team, yeah, and they're like they're like, what's a snatch again? They're doing a clean grip snatch or the, you know they're <laughs> what I I heard the other day, mixed grip deadlift snatch. <laughs> I think you know, somebody on Barbell Jerk said that. I think it was uh, it was Jamie that said that on Barbell Jerk. So are you cheating on us, people. man? No, those are my whole no. out in Texas. All right. I mean, you kind of could do that. <laughs> what? The There's... mixed grip deadlift snatch because some people actually do like pause there. There's no way. <laughs> Why? You have to have extreme mobility. S- switch grip? I'll go do it real This? Quick. Oh, switch grip? That's yeah. what a mixed grip is, dumbass. Uh, okay, John, Le- John Claude Van Damme. You could probably do it. John Conn Van Dumb. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm being bullied, guys, and I'm I need help. You. I'm SOS. Not, I'm not bullying you today, but it, we still got 30 minutes left, so. <laughs> <laughs> At this rate, we got three hours left. But no, so I think that's one one aspect. If you feel like you're being uncoached, definitely that falls in being undervalued because you're paying the same amount of money as, as, everybody, else. as everybody else that's getting all the coaching, like mm. meaning... Uh, they're getting, they're getting cues and they're getting help and they're getting assistance. Now, if you have a large class, you have one coach, you know, don't, don't think that if 
and I'm not saying this is acceptable, but don't think that if you're not getting constant coaching, maybe you're doing it right. Maybe there are people that are that in more are, dire more, need. Yeah, they're on the from, they're, from a safety standpoint. For a safety point standpoint. Um, but with that said, even with our our top athletes, I still try to I'll go in there because it can happen. Um, you could have a couple people just out of the training course. You know, you still want to give, I want to give Jenna, Kara, Angie, all of our top athletes. I still want to give them something that they hate to work on for that particular. This is what you're doing wrong. I really need to focus on that. And I I still check them. I still check on them. Um, but if, if you get passed over, um, if it happens consistently, then yeah, you're definitely being, being undercoached. And so the undercoach and undervalued piece, but, um, I'm sorry. Well, that's the other piece we're talking about under coach. And I never really realized this until we got some messages in our inboxes. Yeah. And we had a couple athletes kind of, and this is the term I came up with. It was under coach. They were saying, well, Hey, you know, I'm doing this. Um, I went and talked to my coach about getting help with this. And they told me to sign up for PT, uh, and then, you know, an individual session and they'll help me learn that. And I think, I don't remember what show you brought it up, bro. Yep. And you said that there are some people out there that will undertrain to oversell. Yep. Um, well, brought, what brought me up was Stu said, uh, it was, yeah, I hate to use him. As, he has some good, good stuff out there, but I mean, I, it's... Yeah, well, just, I'm trying to think of an analogy. Like, I guess... This, well, I'd give the analogy. We okay. talked about the, this. The guy sat down. He had tough mutters. He wanted to, they don't do rope climbs in their general programming. Mm-hmm. He wanted to learn how to do a rope climb. And I'm like, well, why the hell do you have ropes? Well, because they're, you know what they're doing? They're selling their competition programming. Okay. And then they're going, their competitors are doing these rope climbs. Like, well, why don't you do these rope climbs? Well, yeah, you can, man. Just got to sign up for the competition. So mm-hmm. I can imagine we have our class here. Okay. Then we have our stuff and we have our uh, competitive just our competitive athletes are segregated. Our general or GPP segregated. And I have this thing like, oh man, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put all of our, our uh, competitors over here, put all the cool shit. Mm-hmm. And then when our GPP stuff happen or classes happen and they see the things they want to do, tire flips or whatever, rope climbs, all this stuff, doing full snatches. Well, you know, what's going to happen is they're going to see it and they're going to do it. And then I'm going to make another hundred dollars a month off of them because they're going to start signing up for the, the competitor programming. Kind of like when you get on a plane and you walk through the first class section and you see him getting peanuts and mimosas <laughs> while we're still, while we're still on the ground. <laughs> right. And you just want a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> then you give you the bottle you're though. Like, you're like, Oh, I want to, I want to, I want to do that. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't familiar with that phenomenon until you brought it. Obviously I'm not an owner, so I don't know about that part of the ecosystem. But yeah, when you brought that up, I found that to be very interesting. But then we've had people say the same thing yeah. where they go to get help on a particular movement, movement. sign up for PT, uh-huh. three sessions, $100. Are you kidding me? Let's, I mean, I get it. Your business, you can run it however you, you want. want. Yeah. I get it. But yeah. at the same time, as, as an athlete, as a customer, that's not, that's not everywhere. Mm-hmm. Not everybody charges, undersells the upsell and that means you're paying your, your hundred and whatever dollars a month yeah. for membership. They don't give you the items that you want in, in workouts that you want to get better at. Or if they do, it's like once a month, mm-hmm. right? We do muscle ups every week in here. And that's get, so it gets everybody better because mm-hmm. it's a, one of the highest skill movements. So um, that'd be like me only doing muscle ups once a month. 
The only people who are going to get them are top level athletes. And they're like, Hey man, I want to do that. Oh, cool. That's fine. Let's go ahead and sign you up for a three session PT mm. and we'll start. Next thing you know, I got them on damn bands underneath the damn rings, making them feel really cool because they can bounce out of bands and go and do a damn ring dip assisted. Like, just, or, yeah. oh, I got you doing jumping bar muscle ups. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I've never been to a facility that has done that. I'm not sure where that happens. Like, I, I can't, so I can't paint a picture for you guys, like, where you might see things like that, but I've, I've, I personally never experienced it. I've just heard of it. I've from, seen it in bigger from, from people that, that message us. Bigger cities is where I'm oh. seeing it the most on social media and, and some of the videos people put out and, <clears throat> and some of the stuff in the Philly forums. It is these bigger cities and it's like, I get it, man. It's, you want to make money, go ahead, but I'm not going to sell my soul to the devil for that. <laughs> and that's what they're doing. Like, you know what? They're, people, people buy it too, right? They're, they're buying $700, right? Startup packages. Mm -hmm. And I just like, but in some cities, you can't get around that though. What it's just like, yeah, you come in, you got to do 10 PTs, one-on-one -on -one PT sessions before mm -hmm. you sign up. That's $785. And then we're going to start you in. We have CrossFit Light, or you can sign up for more PT sessions in case you're not ready for classes. Mm. Are you telling me after 10 one-on-one -on -one classes, they're not ready for class? Who's at fault there? Is it that person? Or did you just completely F them because you want more money? How are you not ready after 10 classes? You give me Granny Goodwill Granny off, Smith, the, yeah. off the street. After 10 sessions, 80 years old, yeah. 10 sessions. She's going to be more than ready for class. Cause I'm going to give it to her. She's going to, I want her in class. Why do I want to keep her by herself? Yeah. Cause what the hell is CrossFit Mo? What is CrossFit? Go do it on your own. Constantly varied functional movement. No, it's a group. It's a cross broad time you know and model domain. It's a group. It's a group atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Group training. Yeah. It's not, Hey, let's go Tim one-on-one -on -one, and then let's hopefully she, man, I hope she, I hope she doesn't get all this. So I can make another 500 bucks off of her. Mm. You greedy mm, mother. You're lucky Gina still listening to this. I'd be going to F off. <laughs> I've already let a couple slip. Thanks, Gina. Love you. Um, next uh, kind of subject we're going to talk about is the environment and uh, of reasons why you might want to leave a facility or why you want to let your, let your gym go. Um, and the first thing bro brought up was toxic community. Um, again, I've been blessed and been very fortunate to not have experienced this, but again, through emails and DMs, we hear stories from you guys about just really bad environments. Um, almost, you know, like a bad relationship, bad boyfriend, girlfriend. But then we also hear some of the stories where when we, talk, when we react, respond to these people, they're like, well, yeah, I've been here for like three years and it's just, it's horrible. I don't feel, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Come here. Come on. You, you need it. Yeah. We need to do an intervention, man. Cause you need to <laughs> let me ask you a question, Mo. <laughs> if you go to a bad restaurant, a, a good restaurant, and you have a bad experience. Are you going to, are you going to eat there for three straight years? Probably not. No, you're going to leave a one, one star review on Yelp and hope to God that other people see it <laughs> and then drop the hammer on them. The only time I'll give a bad experience, a second choice is if it's a new restaurant. If they just opened, yeah, they right? just opened up. Cause yeah. I actually had that happen yeah. with, a, with a ramen place here over by my house in Beaver Creek. Like I went, I, I inadvertently went the day after it opened Yeah, and it was not good, mm -hmm. but it's the only place I can find ramen, you know, like quote ramen. They have it at Kroger ramen noodles. They're like no, 99. No, no, <laughs> stop. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm gonna give them a mulligan. I'm gonna come back in a month. Yeah. You know, cause they probably brand new employees. They probably don't understand what it is they're doing just yet. They're still trying to work out the kinks. 
Went back a month later, everything's fine. Yeah, that's totally different. Yeah. But if you, if you, but, but no, if, three if, years. If, if I've gone, if I've gone to an established facility and I've had a bad experience from the get and I go back the next day and it's another one, I'm not going to go back 10 times. That's my money. 10 times, three years. Well, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. That's what, maybe three, $3,000. And that's what's crazy. That's yeah. what's crazy to me. Right. So nobody across the planet is going to go back to the same restaurant for three years. If it's bad. Correct. But they will keep going to the same damn CrossFit gym and, for three years. And why is that? And, and I think, like I said earlier, because humans are, well, most of us CrossFitters, the first thing we do is we look at ourselves like, well, what am I doing wrong? You know, why, why do I feel like. I'm undervalued or why do I feel like this is a bad environment? Am I a bad person? You know, a lot of times we just, like I said, we internalize it, but three years is a long time to be, um, being well, there's a, something be, be, obviously be a, abused boyfriend. There. Yeah. There's obviously something there. Maybe it's proximity or price or they have a friend there or some, or it's their first gym. And that's a lot first of times I see yeah. if it's your first girlfriend and like, you just don't want to leave because you don't want to give up on, you don't want to give up on your first girlfriend. You're like, I'm going to make it work. I'm going to make this place better. It ain't going to work. Leave the girl. <laughs> We're destined to be together <laughs> when you're 17. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, if, if you only knew how many, uh, how many airmen told me they were in love with their girlfriend in tech training. I was like, all right, bro, uh, I'll sign the paperwork. I'm yeah. not going to give you any marriage counseling. Uh, uh, I- <laughs> At that massage parlor too. Like she told me she loved me. <laughs> no, my, the best was the the Russian the Russian girls at the massage parlors when, in Korea. Oh, I'm in love. Blah blah. All right, bro. She told me she loved me a long time. Yeah, and you, I'm go like, ahead, you go ahead, man. Those Russian those Russian girls are pretty. I'll, I'll give it to you. But uh, you know, good luck trying to maintain your security clearance. Um, KGB all the way. I, I digress. But um, yeah, I, I think the. Oftentimes it's the hardest when it's your first experience to give up on it. Cause yeah. like Jenna just said, like you, you don't want to give up, you know, I'll, I'll save this. I don't know if it's the gym or if it's, they have a couple of close people there. They're like, yeah, like it can't, if it's that bad, then like get the hell out of there. Yeah. Along with those toxic uh, communities comes the clicks. Yep. You know, where clusters of people are received the favorite child status. Uh, like <laughs> cluster of assholes. Were you, someone messaged about someone je- Debo in their bar. Yeah. <laughs> we had a message where someone told us of an incident where they were new to a facility and they had their weights all ready to go. And some person who was one of their quote elite athletes just came and took the guy's equipment <laughs> and his spot and just started doing his own workout in the middle of the floor, you know, and that was accepted. And then like, or just having like a couple of group athletes just sort of push you out of the way. Yeah. Someone's letting that happen. You got to go throat punch them. Show them who's boss. But you got to remember, these are kind of fit. Pe- you know, I don't know. But I guess you can't make the assumption that fit people can fight either. So yeah, if you know some, uh, some Rex Kwando. You're you know, strong. <laughs> a couple roundhouse roundhouses to the head. Well, it's, it's kind of like... Um, if you're newer to a facility and someone's been there and they're a veteran of the facility, like if Jenna did that, for example, and went up to, not that she ever would, cause I would Throw John Claude, I would John Claude Van Dammer. And, um, but if she did that, no one's really probably going to say much because it's a veteran of the community. Mm. She'd been here since before even day, day, days negative day zero. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so 
they're not really going to say anything, but that's so wrong. But what were you talking about your clicks at the the last gym? Like explain that to some people, how that made you feel. Uh, I mean, obviously it just made, makes you feel like left out, but What's I it? felt like I was like almost a loser a little bit. But let, let, let me change that a little bit. Would that make you think of the gym? Did it make you think anything different of the gym or was it just more the people? Well, it was my first gym. So honestly, I think for most people when they're at their first gym and they have a bad experience, you just kind of think this is like this is what it is, what it's supposed to be like. And like maybe one day when I get better, I'll be like that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll fit in. Maybe because I suck so bad right now. When they I don't get my Letterman jacket, I'll be able to sit at the middle table at the lunchroom. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've never been somebody to like try to fit in somewhere. So it didn't totally like bother me mm-hmm. that much. But at the same time, it kind of sucks. Like when you want to get better and you're not being getting paid attention to or like feeling like you're a part of something mm-hmm. kind of like left out. When you want to like joke and laugh around and have a good time, and other and, people and are they doing all that. stop and look at you. Like, yeah. why are you? Why are <laughs> yeah. you laughing? You at can't our jokes? sit with us. Yeah, you laugh, and then they all stop laughing. Yeah. <laughs> um, along with those clicks comes the douchebags. Um, oh, my favorite. And then right behind them are the rep shavers, which they, and, and, pretty much the same person. And, until we did that episode, like for me, um, and the shame on me for not viewing it in this perspective, especially as a trainer at the time. Like I never let someone else's um, unwillingness to maintain the standard affect me mm-hmm. because that's just how my brain works. But what I never took into consideration is how might that be impacting other people in my class that I'm training? Yeah. Now, not that I ever witnessed anyone rep shaving, um, but if I were have witnessed that and let it go, then I'm in essence saying that's okay especially to the other athletes that are watching, watching that happen. And that's not okay. No. And, you know, a douchebag for me is defined by uh, someone that takes off their shirt when they're doing band of good mornings in the warmup. I do that. Come on, yeah, man. Yeah, I do that too. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Douchebags. I don't even like band of good mornings. I'm just saying, like, you know, we, we just literally started the glute activation and we're doing band of good mornings. The first beat you're, of you're sweat. You're at the whiteboard. You're already taking your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So hot in here, <laughs> sucking their stomach in. Like they have baby oil on. Like there's and there's theme music gleaming. playing in the background. Yeah, they get their hair done. <laughs> got a spotlight on yeah. them. <laughs> but uh, it's funny you said that about the rut shaving. I just seen in the affiliate forums. This owner says, "Help! I need serious help. Uh, I have a coach who is a religious rep shaver, and then goes around to our members bragging about their score." Mm-hmm. And then also talks down to others who don't score as high as them. Why are they even there? <laughs> this is the questions they get asked. Well, and, you know, I put simple words. I said, it all starts at the top. Mm-hmm. It all got deleted. Like, it's, it's you. You, motherfucker. <laughs> you're the problem. Nate, this guy. It's not so much that you're the problem, but you're letting it happen. You're and coming therefore, to, and therefore it becomes a you're problem. You're coming to ask me what to do. I don't even know. Like, how old are like a you? Principal asking the student what to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what how, should I How long should he be suspended yeah. for stabbing Johnny at lunch? Yeah. 82 times. He yeah, brought 82 his times. vape to school. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, these, these are adults trying to make decisions on a business that really this gym uh, is not about the ownership anymore. It is, but it isn't. It's, 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 it's about everybody else. Like it's like this podcast, right? So 
It's the people's podcast. Right. And that's just the way it is. And that's, and that's the fact of like, yeah, we started this, whatever. And then we allowed Jenna to come in. <laughs> we? we? <laughs> I did. Sorry. They actually begged me, but it was fine. We were desperate. And um, they're like, please, we want you. Well, first off, we just offer a position to start cleaning up our, our podcast stuff. But then she screwed that up. Like, it was like. <laughs> that's not even true. I'm so nervous. Oh, I hear my voice. You remember that one? Yeah. But anyway, so um, they're, they're asking for this help and they're the owners. Like, it's just stupid. Like you have someone rep shaving. Mm-hmm. They're a coach. You want this person representing, representing the your brand. And that's why I asked Jenna, like the, 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 the clicks to you, she thought that that's how all gyms were because we it's, share, it's, we share the same name, right? If you're cross, yeah, CrossFit blank. Blank CrossFit, whatever. You have the, those two words in there that are that are traded or trademark and branded, and you have to pay to use those things. So, being uneducated, obviously, early on in your CrossFit life, yeah, you just assume that this is what CrossFit looks like. Absolutely, it happened to her brother. She's brought it up a yeah, couple yeah, times. Yeah, you did, and that's unfortunate that your brother had an experience like that. Yeah, he still hasn't gone to another CrossFit gym either. But can you blame him? Not totally. Oh. <laughs> the still, only thing I blame him still, for is not coming to you and saying, where should I go? Because yeah, you obviously he might have brought him here. No, I know. wouldn't have. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're cool, but we're not that cool. No. And, and yeah, right. So that's definitely the douchebags the, will, will cause a lot of issues from mm-hmm. the rep shaving to mistreating you, thinking that they're, they're better than you just because they have higher skill level. In the end, remember what we said. This is CrossFit. If you win the CrossFit Games, congratulations. Yeah. But you're no better than me. Yeah, exactly. You're a human. I'm a human. And, and you're just more fit. And it's very fortunate that our current champions right now. Uh, oh, T- my gosh. Tia yeah. And Rich, or, well, Rich Froning for the teams. Yep. Along with Team Mayhem. And then um, Matt, Matt Frazier. Luckily, at this current state in our growth, we have champions that outwardly appear to be humble. Yeah, imagine how Ricky Garrard is our champion. <laughs> if you don't know who that is, that's the guy that did steroids. Well, him and his brother. Hey guys, you see my snatch. <laughs> but, uh, but, and just to, to kind of back up that statement about the humility uh, with some of these people, like you know, Tia Claire Toomey this year, uh, with all the cuts going on, she just flat out said, you know, it's a shame that my girls aren't out here with me competing. Mm-hmm. You know, she was clearly in the lead. Absolutely. She could have not done the last two or three workouts and still would have won. Mm-hmm. But yet she was still advocating because she missed her girls that were not there with her. Flat rewind back to um, uh, Matt Frazier a couple of years ago when he just destroyed everybody in the CrossFit Games. And, you know, they shove a mic in his face as soon as he announces the winner. And one of the first things he says, well, he goes, how does it feel to be the CrossFit Games champion? You know, you did so great. He's like, well, I still didn't win. I still didn't finish first in five right, events. Yep. You know, and you go back to Rich Froning back in the day, back when they had the games in California. Only reason he didn't run five in a row is because he didn't know how to rope climb. Yep. You know, what, is, what, is he, what does he excel at now? Or he went to team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. So. so luckily we have, for lack of a better phrase, role models in front of us right now that exude that type of anti-douchebaggery. Right, which is why Brooke Wells is not the CrossFit Games <laughs> champion. I literally was thinking that. I mean, think time. about it. Is it, is, it, is, it, is it irony or not? Or is this, this is how it is. Think about it. You have hardworking, honest people who have a, a great respect for not only fitness, but their fellow competitors. But, but, but for the game. And in the game. Yeah. 
Brooke Wells cares more about the booty shots than yeah. she does winning the CrossFit to, games. To me, across any sports spectrum, to have respect for the game is paramount. You disrespect the game, and I'm automatically tuning you out. Absolutely. That's yeah. in every sport for me. Yeah. Like, there's, there's certain things you just don't do. Yeah. And, you know, she just does it all the time. Um, and to close up that whole section about the environment, um, just overall bad vibes. Um, these groups and these situations that we explain obviously will cause like some bad vibes and cause you to feel not so awesome about your environment. But, you know, if some or none of these things are happening to you and you just don't feel like you're part of the, the family, you know, you might want to start looking on that affiliate map or someplace else to maybe try and find as a new home. And I'm going to, I'm going to chime in here. You know, it's something we're very, I'm very proud of for sure. And, and we keep always, we always say it starts at the top and this did start, start at the top. And the fact that, um, when you first open, you really have to emphasize to your members, like, Hey, when someone comes in, please greet them, make them feel welcome. Mm-hmm. Don't treat, treat this like it's your house. That, but you can't, that's a lot of responsibility put on a member, right? Because it's, and in the end, it's not their business. But if you like what's going on in here and you like our atmosphere and you like the things that we do, and you want remember to every person that comes in here, you were them. Yeah. How point. would you want to be greeted? Would you want to be ignored? Or would you want someone to come up and talk to you and, and try to break the ice and not be as nervous? You know, and Jenna does a great job. Gary does a great job here. Um, and there's, there's a handful of people that I know without a doubt are like ambassadors, ambassadors of that. And I tell you, it's, 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 there's nothing that makes me feel better than when our members, and it's not just them, all of our members do it. Or by but, the time the new but, person meets you, it's like, oh yeah, I met this person, this person, this person. Yeah. And told I, me your schedule. Yeah. And you're like, well, all right. What, what, do, what do you need to know? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> we had this one girl that she just start. Well, I think she's starting, but anyway, she came in like last week or something. And so I like started talking to her and then all of a sudden she's like, all right, I'll call you back. And she had like headphones in. She was talking to her brother. And I was like, I literally was like talking to her the whole time. And I sounded like an Like idiot. that Southwest commercial. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. She's like, no, you're fine. Yeah. The same thing when I was at AKP is like, you know, let somebody walk in and I see you just walk by and not say anything to anybody. You know, cause yeah, we're gonna have a conversation afterwards. So I'm like, Hey, this is your house. Treat yeah. it accordingly. Yeah. And that's how it should be. So, I mean, if you don't feel welcome inside that gym, when you first walk in there, that to me is the biggest red flag. Now, if, if you, okay, let's say that happens. And, but the sort of like how you gave the restaurant a, a second chance, mm-hmm. if that happens and then the owner comes up like, Hey, I'm so sorry. I was, I was coaching class. I seen you at a coach I, call I, in today. Yeah. I, I couldn't get to you. I, I was really trying to get them in. But even when I'm the, my busiest, I'll at least go up and say, Hey, I'm Brody. Nice to meet you. I'll be right I'm with you. I'm juggling chainsaws right now, but I'll be back. Yeah. Uh, don't leave when you see Jenna piss everywhere, but I'll be right back. <laughs> please, okay. Please don't leave. Yeah. Face <laughs> away from her in case it gets in your eyes. Cause it's like Cobra venom. venom. <laughs> oh my God. I've never even done that. <laughs> what? Cobra venom? P. <laughs> and you're the only one laughing. It was Brody's idea. Uh, last, uh, or sorry, no, it's not the last one. We got a couple more. So lack of progression or bad programming. These are some of the things that you won't necessarily know until you've had a little bit of experience, but, um, well, it's like a double 
It's a double-edged sword with the lack of progression part. Because one of the things that bro and I were talking about was like, well, how often are you going? How often are you training? Yeah. Are you going once a week and you're not seeing results? Well, that's on you. Or you're trying to compare your programming to CrossFit Games athlete and like, <laughs> why aren't we doing 18 wads a day? <laughs> how come I'm not qualifying for a sanctional? Well, uh, uh, you... You're still snatching the bar. <laughs> you've, been cross- you've been CrossFitting for about 45 minutes. <laughs> right. And, and uh, you don't, you're not sponsored by all these people where you can work out, you know, four or five times a day and still have your rent paid and your lights turned on and your car payment met. So programming to me, in my opinion, where there's a downfall, it isn't like, hey, our programming is so much better than yours, dude. No, it's... But it, it is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but it goes to the progression. Can we just talk about that in the last section? What? <laughs> Her being a D-bag? Yeah. But um, it's, it's the progression, right? So... If you're, if you're gym's doing programming and you're not progressing, meaning you're not getting stronger, you're not PRing. Cause when you first start your first two years should be excellent, you know, but even yeah, you have those beginner gains, but even after that, I'm, I'm more, uh, I get more impressed. It's my, my, uh, it's hard to say without being a dick, but I get more impressed by when we get our fifth, fourth and fifth year athletes, when they're still PRing cycles, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you know how much harder it is when you get down the road. Cause then you kind of know that your programming is like still solid is when they're still, they're still going up. You're still seeing right? gains, yeah. And, and, and I think that's where I love, you know, I just know, I just told someone yesterday or two days ago, Hey, we just need an accurate number. We'll get you strong as shit mm-hmm. period. Okay. That's what we need. The program would do. I already know that happens, but people like Jenna and Kara and Angie and Pat and, People has been with us for long term athletes. Yeah. yeah. So when, when, when they get PRs, I know that, Hey, we're, we're onto something here because it's, it's still working for the people yeah. who take is the hardest to get to PR. It's not that their gains are more important, no, but their gains help validate what it is you're doing. It's working long term to those one year athletes. Yeah. If it's working for your five year yeah. athlete, it's, it's definitely, definitely work for your one year. Absolutely. Athletes. Yep. Um, bad programming again, that can be kind of subjective. Yeah. Um, but I think one thing I, you've mentioned several times is like that, that templated programming, the cookie cutter programming yep. where it's used for everybody across a broad spectrum, regardless of their skills, abilities, talents, which we're seeing with, um, Bergeron stuff. Um, what's it called? Comp train. They're seeing comp train class mm-hmm. programming it, is it's it, like too much. Cardio. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a lot of cardio. So it's, huh. it's, I don't, I don't blame him. You know, he's making a freaking killing, Yeah, but I'm just saying like gyms, not everybody in your gym enjoys that. Some do, some I, don't. I do CrossFit cause I don't like running. Right. Yeah. And well, we, who we just talked to is a drop in. He, he like, was a drop in, yeah. but he was like, and he does like 800 meter runs regularly. In comp train? In a, in like workout, but not just that, just like scratch, cardio aspect. Scratch that off the well, list. And he was like <laughs> kind of getting annoyed cause he was losing his muscle mass. And he's like, you know, as a guy, like Especially, you want to be kind subject. of yeah. You kind of like want to be more muscular, like bulkier. Yeah. Well, but he was losing muscle mass. He's losing strength. His PRs were going down. Mm. His lifts were going down. His cardio is probably through the roof. But when they're deadlifting heavy once every six weeks, well, mm. in between there, you're not doing any deadlifts. So how you yeah mm. okay? So maybe you could typically pull that three seventy five in a wad. Well, hell, you haven't deadlifted in six weeks, mm. and you haven't done a strength in three cycles of deadlift. 
Of course, your shit's going to go down. I it's didn't just, realize they were branching off into that. Yeah, they, they've been doing it for a bit, but they also have the CrossFit competitor side mm. programming. Yeah, the different. masters, teens, well, individual. They, it's like an add-on to the class. Like if you have your oh, competitors, you can okay. take it. Like they have more snatching. It's snatching percentage, clean percentage. They have some strength stuff in there. But I think our biggest complaint we all hear about from people is the um, the gyms getting rid of the strength programs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so Yeah, we did. We haven't talked about it in a while, but... So if you're newer to the show, one of the phenomenon we've been witnessing is gyms going away from, okay, well, let me back up even further. Back in the day, bro and I first started, you just did warm up, you know, pretty lengthy warm up, maybe 10, 10 minutes. Then you did your wad, then you did maybe a cool down or something. Fast forward a few years, around 2011-ish, started to see um, a strength element in, mm-hmm. uh, in, implemented because we weren't developing strength on a routine basis in order to do those heavy deadlifts, you know, at a competition. So then you started to see the strength and then a shorter wad. Uh, and then now 2018, I think is when we first started hearing about this. Uh, people are going away from the strength element and just doing long warm up or skill session, um, medium to long wad. And then that's it. And a cool down. And a cool down. Cool and, down for your, you know, five minute workout that you spent 45 minutes working up, warming up for. And then some of the reasoning behind that shift in programming. And I, I don't remember exactly how they phrased it, but it was something to the effect of they wanted to be able to pay more attention to the athletes during the workout portion. They want, yeah. So, they, I, I can't really remember. They felt that they couldn't develop skills over if they had, they're getting rid of this. Yeah. So they could develop, develop more skills um, by cutting out the strength, they want to spend more time developing their skills as athletes mm-hmm. and transfer that to workouts, which I'm totally cool with. Don't cop out. You're getting out of the strength because you, you're just being lazy. Because I we do all in here, mm-hmm. and we still are pretty damn skilled as an entire gym. I don't I take off our top forty percent athletes. Period. Take mm-hmm. them, push, pull them away. Look at the the sixty percent other athletes that are new or under two years, and their skills are pretty pretty high. So, so again, with the bad programming piece, it's like, you kind of have to have a little bit of knowledge to understand what bad programming, bad programming might look like, but, but in the end, if you don't like it, if you don't, yeah, get out, <laughs> there you go. It's that simple. Yeah. You don't like the drive of the programming, get the hell out. Yeah, if it's not conducive to what your personal goals are. And, and I think that maybe that's something that people don't understand just, just because the gym isn't right for you doesn't mean it's a bad gym. No. It's just that the gym's not for you. Like, if you want strength in a wad, then go find a gym that does strength in a wad. This is dedicated to programming, though. If, if yeah. there's a bunch of douchebags in there that are clicky, <laughs> get the hell out. That's just, <laughs> yeah. that's a bad gym. They're throwing out that. You know, that when, when the owner is allowing this person to rep shave and not doing yeah. about it and going to Philly forums, that's a shitty gym. <laughs> get, get the hell out. Stop paying your $285 a month. Um, and the last topic or last su- subject we're going to talk about is bad leadership. Um, bro's well, mentioned several times that everything starts at the top. Um, you know that. And, and I know that from, you know, 26 years of the, in the military, but whatever the leadership owner, whatever you want to call it, whatever they allow to happen is what you're setting as the tempo or groundwork for your facility. Yep. Um, one of the things that comes to mind instantly is, uh, from a bad coaching perspective is, our, our buddy Matt Plapp down at uh, the Tracks CrossFit uh, down in Cincinnati. He was on vacation. Is that what he was? He was yep, on vacation. Yep, he was on vacation. Somewhere. Yep. 
And he said he went, he did a drop in and then he said, Hey, I'm here to work out. And the coach was like, all right, just go ahead. The warm ups on the board. And then the coach went in their office and checked their email and then came out 10 minutes later. And she was like, Hey, why are you still warming up? It's time to do the wad. Then the coach went and told, showed him what the wad was on the board, uh, started the clock, went back into the office. And I think, I think Matt said he left because he was so pissed off. Yeah, I don't remember the. I, I don't remember. It's been sitting, forever ago. Or maybe if that was just, I'm just making that up in my head. But well, regardless, I definitely would have left. <laughs> regardless, yeah, she called him a name. Like, oh, hey, warm up guy. Yeah, yeah like, why are you still warming up? Yeah, because <laughs> I was on the board. <laughs> Did you put a damn time on there? Like, I'm sorry you had, I interrupt your, your uh, emails, but whatever. Yeah. And it's, I feel guilty when we I- discussing this earlier. When I got to piss, you like, know. I'm like, oh my God, I hold it as long as I can. And I run in and out. I'm, I'm, I'm just like literally going as fast as I can, but you really can't force it out any f- faster. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, I'm trying, but I feel guilty about that even. Or if like, I have to run off the wad floor and get something that was in the office and get back out. Like, I feel really bad about it. Um, and I hope our members don't hate me for that, but they I do. Ch- <laughs> they Damn, call me. It hurts. Yeah. And, and, and as an owner, you need to know what your coaches are doing because your coaches are your brand. You know, chances are your coaches are interacting more with your athletes than you are as an owner, unless you're like bro and you coach like 90% of the classes because he's a maniac like that. But most gyms don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're super small, brand new. You might be coaching all the classes. We're still small in comparison to these 300 member gyms. So it's, you know. So, okay, so yeah, let's take those 300 member gyms. You know, if you have 20 coaches, you know, that's a lot to look after and maintain a standard but, of behavior. But you know what? Do you know? <laughs> doesn't matter. It all starts at the top, man. Yeah. You, if, you, if your coach is out of line, you get them back in line. If they can't stay in line, get then, the hell and out. And you got to get rid of You them. got 19. <laughs> like yeah. I could still roll with 19. <laughs> Like, you might have to coach two classes a day. You know, at that point. here's what I'm going to say. If they can get rid of an entire SEAL team, uh, dev group team, <laughs> because they're dicking off, every coach in this planet because is they replaceable. Were drinking alcohol in the, in, while they were deployed. Hookers and all that stuff. Like, you know, <laughs> it's stressful, man. They're going out, like, fighting every night. Like, let them hang out. Like, let them have a beer. But I'm just saying, like, they got, they got rid of the whole damn, that entire team, unit, yeah. that whole team. Like, that's that they literally That's millions of millions dollars. per person that yeah. they just burnt. Yeah. And now they got to wait for those other guys to get caught up. But yeah. so what I'm saying is like, if they can get rid of an entire so team of, of, if the integrity of what they do is so important that they can get rid of, they can flush millions of dollars down the toilet with the swipe of a pen as an owner. Yeah. You can do it to that one person. <laughs> you can, yeah. You and, can. but it's your fault if you don't, right? If you're not developing, you're if happen. you're not developing your coaches, yeah. you're not staying ahead of the curve, you're not teaching them what you want to be taught and you have 20 coaches, 20 different teaching points, holy crap. How do you maintain consistency? You, you can't, right? Yep, so. Um, one of the things, who, who was talking about, they had a coach that was just sitting on their box checking their phone. Someone said- In the middle of the floor. In, in the middle of the floor had a, a box jump box. Oh, and they just sat down. I, well, we ain't going to say their names, but, but, but someone sent us a message. Yes, holy that. crap. And like, you know, just absolutely cringeworthy. You know, just- Again, if you if you're new to the show, I'm a former trainer. Bro is an owner. Jenna, she's just Jenna. <laughs> um, but for me, you know, during my my, my time as a trainer, I, I I took that title very seriously because during that 60 minute period, like I'm responsible for a group of human beings, and if something stupid happens to them, 
because I'm not paying attention. You know, they execute some sort of unsafe behavior and they injure themselves. You know, yeah, the, sure, the gym's probably going to get in a lot of trouble and it's going to cost them some insurance money, but me? They signed a waiver, though. They, they, yeah, they did sign a waiver, but... <laughs> I'm just kidding. But for me, as a human being and, like, in my background, like, <laughs> I, I would lose sleep every night because it, it happened on my yeah. watch, you know? I can't imagine, like, I've maybe in five years, I have maybe briefly sat down if I'm watching a lift, like... It's just, I don't even know why I would do it, but I'm mm. right back up. Like I'm still coaching, but I'll sit down on a chalk bucket. I'm watching them, watching the lift. And then I get back up. I don't even know why the hell I ever did that. But I was sitting in the middle of the freaking room on your phone trying and you're running the class. Well, but the way they described it, it wasn't like the person just was like taking a quick video. Of an no, athlete, no. They're all just their like, you know, checking in everybody in sugar wad or something. No, the, the way they described it, like this individual just sat down. They're scrolling. Scrolling for 20 minutes while everybody ran around exercising. Yeah, that's that's pretty irresponsible from from my point of view. Oh yeah, for sure. Um I think one of the things you said was like maybe uh talking down to people. That you know, kind of along the the bad coach crappy human type aspect of it. Um not being as nurturing, I guess as you possibly could to certain people. Yeah. You know, talk to everybody the same. Yeah. Well, you can't do that. I mean, you can, I guess, but. Well, I mean, but don't diss somebody. No. I mean, unless you know that that works for that person. I'm not pointing at you, Jenna. I'm pointing at her. <laughs> but like there's some, you know, take, you know, baseball or football or anything back when we, you know, take it to high school athletics. There, I, I knew certain guys on my team. I could get in their shit. You could grab them by the face I mask. Grab by the face yeah. mask and shake them and get them fired up. But I also knew I couldn't do that to my kicker. Yeah, there's a difference. You know, there's I, a difference. I had that like in soccer too, because I remember my coach was like, um, he would like cuss at us and stuff. And actually my final moment, this is the whole reason I actually quit high school soccer. Um, my little brother has Down syndrome and he would purposely call me retarded. And like, yeah, and he's like, you can go ahead and um, go to SACL, which was like our athletic director. And mm. he's like, you can tell him. And I actually saw this guy, my old soccer coach at a wedding um, and like he could see how fit I was and stuff. And he tried to add me on Facebook and was like trying to ask how fit I was and, or like how I got like this. And he was talking to me about food. And one of my friends, um, she was on my team. Her mom was like kind of drunk and she came over and she's like, why are you even giving this guy the time of day? Like, it was amazing. It was awesome. But She, she said what you were thinking. Yeah, like I, I just kind she, of ignored she a, him. She was a total Karen. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it was awesome. But yeah, everybody does. Uh, maybe cussing at someone all the time would motivate them, but not us. Yeah. I think there's a time and place. Like you have to know your athlete. Like absolutely, there's there's a person that I can crawl up inside and like chew the like get. I know what I got to say to get them going. It could yeah. be in an aggressive manner, or some people are like, it's like Kara. She's she's great like that. Like she can get fired up, but if you're overly aggressive, then. Um, baby K comes out like you. So it's kind of oh, like, wait, baby K. I've never heard of we got, baby K. <laughs> Kara has a multiple. What is it? Baby K. Kendra. That's it. No. What's the hungry one? <laughs> oh, we had a hungry, one. hungry persona. I thought it was. But no, I like great, great athlete. Yeah. But at the same time, you come too aggressive at someone like that. Then the tipping point. It will, it will, they'll regress. Or mm. like Jenna, she's, she can be both sometimes. Like, uh, sometimes I can get after, like mm -hmm. stop being a little B. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's kind of like, 
I can't be as aggressive. Mm, but I'm, you can see that. I'm feeling aggression because yeah. she's sitting here and she's still in the bathroom. And, um, but I'm feeling, I'm feeling still beating my time, <laughs> but so she, it just depends on if it's Linda or Jenna that mm-hmm. I'm talking to. So, um, but no, I think every athlete's a little different. And even some of those athletes that you typically can't like get after mm. there's, there's times where you can kind of do that. There's, it's like the perfect storm mm-hmm. and then it, it accelerates them to another yeah. level. Like, but yeah, cussing your, cussing your members out or would be ridiculous. Like. Yeah. If I say cuss word at the whiteboard, uh, which I have done, um, they've done something that I just maybe didn't greet someone to come in or check on their Apple phone at the whiteboard. Yeah, but <laughs> or that, their watch, the watch. Yeah, yeah. That, but yeah, disrespecting coaches. Oh, or, and then I think there's one time where you said you got kind of aggressive at the whiteboard. Is like the previous class. You, you were you were prepping that oh, class yeah. because the previous class it was like, collectively uh, yeah. executed poorly. If yes. You were, mildly irritated extremely irritated and they i'm like do not do that like <laughs> it's not who we are and i think that's what it comes down to you know you can be aggressive like that and yeah. and like hey i'm passionate like we will the, the never tribal, the tribal mentality we will never be that gym yeah. like we will hold our standard we will count all of our reps if you don't do it right we'll do it right but that's different but, than cussing someone else yeah, like for sure. right or wrong yes but, yeah. but at the same time that's the only time shit i've known you for what almost five years now yeah a minute yeah that's the only time I've ever heard you verbalize getting upset with your, with your, with your tribe. Yeah, for like sure. That. So yeah. it's not like you're doing that every Thursday. No, yeah. it's, it's definitely, and it's, I could address three people, but I can also under, let everybody else understand like, Hey, this will not happen mm-hmm. here. We will not. And we will cheer for every, I've had that happen a couple of times too, where, People are just in conversations and I don't hear anybody and clapping. working still. Yeah. Not, not even that, but after class, we, everybody claps for that class. Like, mm-hmm. it's just the way it is. Like, hey, give them that respect of, hey, they just sold out on this. And you're, you're about, you're about, here. you're getting ready to do it yeah. and appreciate what they did. It doesn't matter, scaled or RX. Whoever's out there, when they're done, you clap for that class because, hey, that's it. They gave it that's, their all. That's what we do. That is what we do. Yeah. And because I know what it feels like. I, it feels good. Like, everybody's like, even though it's like a faint clap sometimes because you're about to black out <laughs> like I did today with Jenna. And um, like you're looking through a straw. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but, you know, it, it's still good, good to hear. And that's the only times. And that's to protect what we have. Yeah, that is absolutely. Hey, acceptable, not acceptable. So, so to bring this all to a close, why does any of this matter? Yeah. Why does it matter? Why do you think it matters, Jay? Jay Fish? Well, unless you're making big bread. I wouldn't be, A, giving my money to a gym or wasting my time to a gym that doesn't value you or has bad coaching or there's somewhere else out there that will have those things, hopefully. Yeah. If not, it's just a waste of your time and money. And and like I said, I always hate using that customer word, but in 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 the grand scheme of things, me as an athlete, I am a customer. I am providing, I'm exchanging money. And my expectation is a certain level of service. Uh, and if I don't feel like I'm valued as a customer, I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to take my money somewhere else. Talk to the ownership first. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it should be addressed first before you just like... Well, I, I mean, yeah. I'm saying that yeah. at the, at, when, when it comes to a head. Right, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah. Address the ownership and then you're going to find out what kind of, where this all lays because... If they just blow you off, well, that should be instant. Like, 
hey, I'm out, like, uh, peace. Because not that they have to do what you say, but they need they to better, listen. They need to listen yeah. and, like, because I'm sure if you go across any, any membership, you could, you could have 10 or 12 people that may come up and they can say, hey, what about this or this or this? Mm-hmm. You know what? Hey, you're right. That We could try that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And others like, oh, hey, I really appreciate input, but we do this for this reason. Yeah, yeah right? don't expect them to like flip everything upside down right. because you and made, made some Because then you're wrong. Because they might, they might like bro just said, they, they may, there may be a reason that you don't understand that they now have realized like, oh crap, maybe we need to communicate this to the tribe as to why we're doing X. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I, I've had that happen a couple of times. Yeah. Like, okay, maybe I haven't expressed or explained this well enough to where everybody kind of understands why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. Like this clinic we're getting ready around October 5th. It's, we're doing it over, uh, doing a squat. We're going back to the basic and just bringing in, I'm going to break down a lot of different stuff, but introduce some things too. Mm-hmm. And um, it's free for all of our members, but we're also going to talk about- and for non-members it is. Well, you Five ninety nine. You can come. Well, what about the rest of our listeners? Six ninety nine. We might have some people coming from California. I mean, sorry, <laughs> join CrossFit Access. I, I love you all, but hey, it's uh, it's definitely it's just one of those things. It's it's for our members. Mo would be welcome because he's he's one of our members, but um, it's for our members, and that's and that's that's what I'm allowed to do, right? Mm-hmm. I can do yeah, this. This, and is, it, this is your house, and yeah. this is, and it's for them. Yeah. I don't, and not that I don't like outside people at all. It's it's hey, family first. 100%. Our gym is always yeah. going to be priority, but you know, it's, I forget where we're going with this, but what were we just talking about? Fitness? No. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of tuned you out a while ago. <laughs> I freaking hate you. <laughs> but I mean, that's part of why all this matters though, is because, you know, what I was saying is that don't expect someone to just, uh, you go to your owner and you say, hey, this is, you know, I, I, you know what, what's the deal with this? And yeah. then having to, Educate or not necessarily educate, but maybe taking the opportunity to be a little introspective, and be like, "Oh, well, maybe I should explain this." That's where I was yeah. going with this. Thank you for bringing me back. That's, that's, that's why that's you're. That's what I. That's what yeah. I'm here for, man. So we're going to talk about programming and some of the programming and why we do what we do, mm-hmm. even though we explain all the time. Maybe you don't understand. Like, hey, this is this is the direction. This is our grand scheme of things. I'm going to show you the the small picture for the biggest picture, so you can kind of yeah. understand why we do. And maybe, and also, I'm going to make it an open forum. Like, hey. If you have anything you want to yeah. question on this our program, dialogue. this is, hey, okay, I don't like this or this is, why do we do that? Okay, this is why we do it. You know, I really, I want the feedback. I want the interaction. and It gives you an opportunity to explain. Yeah, yeah sure. it, hey, I hate your programming. But not like Well, that. why do you hate your programming? Because of how it makes me feel. Yeah. Are, you, <laughs> are you more fit than you were last year? Well, hey, didn't you just PR your, uh, all your stuff that we maxed out this week? Yeah, I did. Well, how the hell do you think you did it? It's through the suck. Yeah. Like, it isn't, it isn't easy. Yeah, yeah. It sounds you're, like an intervention, not like a clinic. It sounds like we're all having an intervention of the things that we hate. No, that won't be that. But yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's because some people may not understand, even though I do send it an email because mm. words are... Words are different. Yeah. yeah. And so that's kind of what we're doing. We're doing and whatever. And sometimes if people come from a different uh, CrossFit background. And they come across your your style of programming. It could be vastly different than what they're based on their CrossFit experience. I want to tell you a story, and I maybe have shared this once. We just opened, and there was seven members, six or seven, whatever, six or seven members coming from another gym. They were there was some turmoil going on, mm-hmm. and um, 
they're coming, they come to me and they're all a little bit older, masters type athletes, uh, age wise and vintage. Thank you. <laughs> right. And talking, they were asking about what we do in here and kind of the programming and they came, they're coming from a schedule where they worked out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday. They didn't have CrossFit classes. It was open gym. If you wanted to come in, you could do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. There was no wad scheduled. Mm-hmm. So they were only working out three days a week and, and all the workouts had three different weight levels, um, posted for the, the workouts had mutant, uh, RX and scaled or masters mm-hmm. was in the orange. Then underneath that, you could choose if it was a five round workout, you could choose to do two, three, or sorry, three, four or five rounds. So you could, you can make this like, it was almost like Chipotle. <laughs> oh, you know what? Today I'm going I'm to do the master's weight, but I'm feeling okay. good. I'm going to do four rounds, not the five. Cause that's just too much. Three is just too little. Uh-huh. So this is the, this is where they came from. This is what they knew. And they had a lot of autonomy. They come in like, well, where's your master's weight? And I was like, it's on the board. <laughs> Where at? I said, right, right here. There. It's right here. Right well, there in black. Well, that's only, well, yeah, that's fine. This is, this is our prescribed way for the day. Yeah. But what we can do is we're going to back this down based off of your strength. And mm-hmm. I kind of explained our, how we do that and why we the do top down. Yeah. And why we do what we do. And it was very hard for them. Cause and it was new. Th- this was a, this is just opening seven members. Think about the revenue. Mm-hmm. And it had been very easy for me if I was a little bitch to be like, Hey, to take that $500. Yeah. More than that. So, oh, oh, seven, seven members. Yeah. Okay. So I could easily be like, you know, maybe I should just do that because I really need the revenue. But no, this is it our- It wasn't b- conducive to what your direction was. Right, man, yeah. as an owner, you can never get away from that. Like if you have your direction, as long as it's not a messed up direction. Unsafe, illegal. Screw everybody. Yeah. yeah, screw everybody. I'm, I'm the best and I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. But no, hey, this is our direction. Hey, this is why we do what we do. And trust me, you're, you're 50 years old, but guess what? I see a lot of strong 50 year olds. Don't sell, don't sell yourself Believe short. Me, I have to. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So don't think just cause you're a master in quote, quotes. Doesn't mean you're not strong. No. Cause I see some strong ass people your age and you know, I want to get you as strong as fit as possible. And if we're always doing minimal weights and we're never progressing above that, how the hell are you supposed to get strong? challenging you? Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. So it was a learning curve. And I had, a, it was literally, it was, it was almost like, Hey, I don't know if this is going to work, mm-hmm. but they're all still members. So, and that's fine if it doesn't work. And, and again, going back yeah. to that initial piece, like I said, just because it's your first gym doesn't mean it has to be the, your forever gym. Yeah. Because when you're starting off in this world, you don't know what you don't know. You absolutely do not understand. And it's okay. Right. If Jen, Jenna started out right, probably wasn't looking for this highly competitive type programming. Um, and that pushes you to the limits. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like for me, the, my reason for moving was basically strict on, you know, it was based on the military. Right. Like I had to move, so I had to find new gyms. So through that, I was able to have different fitness experiences through CrossFit. But if you're in a situation where like you don't, you're not very mobile and you've just started this one particular gym and I think just the bottom line is like, if you don't feel right, if you don't feel valued, you know, if you don't, if you haven't seen gains, if you're not progressing, if you don't feel a sense of community, if you don't feel a sense of coaching, you know, if you, if you can't just walk up to your owner and just talk to him. Yeah. You know, holy. Cause well, we've I'm, heard those stories too. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I get that. And yeah. what I was saying about Jenna is that like, now if she was to leave and go to a different gym and they offered this type of programming that was not now facilitating her needs, mm-hmm. well, she's not going to be very happy mm-hmm. or like that. I think his name was Victor. Uh, 
when he was at a, their gym took over to new ownership took over and they were kind of in a rebranding stage. Mm -hmm. So that's why all the program, the guy was doing all the running and stuff. They took out the, mm -hmm. the strength elements. They hadn't done strength in however long. So they're doing this rebranding and he, he'd been an owner since day one, but they sold and got now new owners. Now they're rebranding. Now it's gonna be everything that he knows and loved is, gone. is gone. Yeah. He is so unhappy. So when he came here and see strength on our everyday leagues, like, holy shit, I miss this <laughs> stuff. And um, so, yeah, that's the thing. Like, you're just going to, like, you're not married to that gym. Mm -hmm. And that's just the reality of it. You don't have to be. Yeah, you don't have to be. And especially if you're going through an ownership change, you know, that things could change drastically, like you just mentioned with this guy. I want to, one, one thing where I've, I've talked to several people, uh, members of our gym and members uh, that listen to our podcast, their biggest concern is that they're going to lose the friendships that they have at the gym if they leave. Now, here's the thing. If, if people don't talk to you after they leave, after you leave, they weren't your friends, period. So, Spot on, dude. and that's the thing. Like, and that's what I tell people like, Hey, I know you're really attached to them, but if you're, if you're as cool as you think that you're cool with them, you coming 10 miles down the road should not, should make not make a damn yeah. difference. Cause you ain't, it's not like you're picking your damn house up and moving to across the country. Yeah. You're just, you live in the same place, you have the same number, you have the same social media. If they don't want to talk to you now because you go to another the gym, on them. they're pieces of shit. Yeah, I've been, member, I've been a member of seven different gyms during my, during my CrossFit life. And no, I just, I, I move a lot. I know, you know, I just like didn't realize that was that many. And I can still reach back to anybody at any one of those gyms and have a response. Like I, I won't get any diss from them because I was fortunate enough to have good, fitness families at those respective locations. Yeah. And that's, that's, cool. that's awesome, man. Yeah. And you're in the very extreme minority. And that's, and, that, and that's why when we talk about some of the things that just seem uberly bizarre, because you know, I'm, I've not experienced a lot of these things that these people talked about. So, I mean, I just consider myself lucky that I've not had to been subjected to a lot of these things. So. Yeah. But you moved the, as CrossFit's kind of progressed in the last Probably four or five it's years. Changed a lot more in the past a lot. four years than yeah. than the first half. You know, of a lot of these, a lot of these, a lot of these gyms are starting to get some heat from Orange Theory and all that stuff. So they're thinking they got to completely reinvent the wheel, got to oh. rebrand, got to remove CrossFit from the name because it's so scary. I all oh, don't want to snatch because they're oh she doesn't want to snatch, so we got to take well, that she doesn't out. Want to snatch? She can go to Orange Theory. That's what I'm saying, yeah. right? And so they're doing all this stuff, and they're trying to do just, what you do, do what you do. And yeah. I, it's, people will say, "You have any other programs?" No, we do CrossFit. Guess what? We fucking crush CrossFit. We do CrossFit really well because that's what we, we do. do. That's what we dedicate. That's yeah. what we dedicate ourselves to. So yeah, we do Olympic lift twice a week in here, mm -hmm. and we can focus on that. But we do CrossFit. But that's what we know, and that's what we'll always do because that's what we do the best. Yeah, you're not in here teaching yoga. No, I cannot be because that's not what you do. We would have a 10 minute yoga session because we would skip right to the Namaste, <laughs> lavender on the neck nap. Uh, during the summertime, you could do some of that hot yoga in here. Just shut the doors. I, we do hot yoga every day in here. Man. <laughs> We're doing the warm up, and everybody's dripping already. <laughs> All right. So we've talked a little bit about why you should um, fire your gym. If you can think of anything that we left out, definitely hit us up. Um, we'd love to talk to you about it. Um, share your experiences. Um, hopefully, all of them are positive, but that would be ignorant for me to think that they all were. So, uh, like, share, and subscribe. We appreciate all your listenership and. Uh, I think that brings this week's episode to a close. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I'm mowing, I'm out. I'm out. Bye. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast, or on Twitter at Can I Get One More, or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. I'm in the mic. Do I need to touch my lips to it? It's in my fucking nose. Mo, you have to be ready for another fucking beer, because... Yeah, it's like 8.30 already. It's past my bedtime. <laughs>